Hello everybody, and welcome back to the Positively Craig podcast with your host, Positively Craig. Thank you very much for joining me once again. Yeah, so today's podcast is going to be talking about something uh, which is very close to my heart, something that um, has been part of my life um, and is really important to me, which is going to the cinema. Now, I know one of the things that, due to this lockdown, We've all been restricted, a lot of places have been closed, um, and obviously cinemas have been closed, uh, which is one of my biggest passions, um, is going to the cinema. Now, there's lots of new films that are due out um, this year. Um, unfortunately, some of them have been delayed a bit, especially with the, with the COVID and everything that's going on. So today we're going to be talking a little bit about some of the films that maybe that we have not quite hit yet, and things that we've missed or things that we're looking forward to, hopefully, in the coming months, when this pandemic decides to slow itself down. So, first one I want to really discuss, um, which I was really looking forward to, um, going to the cinema to see, is Quiet Place 2. Now, if you haven't seen the first film, The Quiet Place, um, it's an absolutely amazing film. Um, one of the ways that really drawn me to this film was the concept of obviously I'm not going to spoil it too much because obviously you haven't seen it you know it's definitely something you need to go and see but um, one of the things that really drew me to it is that they're not allowed to make sound um, for some obviously which will be uh, apparent reasons if you've ever watched the film now one of the things that really sort of got me tempted me into it and really caught my attention straight away is the fact that how can you keep an audience occupied engaged for an hour and 40 minutes or whatever um about talk you know about a film where no one's really talking it's all about you know sign language sort of facial expressions you know the way they've laid their lives out to try and be quiet unfortunately that these guys you know they do come across and um, the tribulation that they did have um, but absolutely amazing film um, and on the strength of that first film you know I don't know what you thought about it I'd love to hear you know what your thoughts were about it but for me it absolutely captured me it, it sort of got me straight from the start and it never sort of let me go it was it had me glued to the screen from start to finish and what an amazing film the actors were amazing and the chemistry as uh, I think it's Emily Blunt I think it is um, and her partner in real life were in it as well so obviously the chemistry of them being together um, but especially um, there's one scene where you know she's due to have a baby now there's something quite terrible out there that people are you know trying to avoid and you've got to be quiet now one of the things that really encapsulated me for amazing acting was if you've ever you know been around anybody or seen anybody who's given birth to a child um when contractions start there's a you know the look to the face the body language and they encapsulate this absolutely fantastically in regards to how she was her face the way it looked you could see the wave of a contraction coming on but also the terror of knowing she can't make a noise now you can only imagine what she must have gone through with that in her mind thinking you know if i make a noise if i scream if i make any sort of you know pain noises this is gonna 
you know it's going to draw this this threat towards me and that's something that i think really gripped me and it's an amazing scene if you haven't seen it please go and find it um it's definitely worth watching um and that to me is what i've looked forward to in the second film because the second film when it comes out um obviously is the remaining family members I'm not going to say who but the remaining family members um carrying on in a sort of dystopian world of trying to live their lives around these things but you know also coming across other people out in the wilderness and out in the world who are struggling themselves and you know i cannot wait for that to come back out especially on the cinema and um, they put back the release date on it um, and it, to me I, as i say it's an anticipated one i really look forward to watching and um, so yeah i don't know how you feel about this guys but it's definitely something i'm looking forward to and hopefully i uh, get to see it in the future yeah so secondly let's move on to another film uh, another film which i'm really looking forward to as i've been a fan since i was a child is the new james bond movie yes daniel craig's final swan song it's his final one that he'll be starring in um in regards to being james bond for the last time um again i have really loved daniel craig involvement with the um james bond character you know he's brought quite a lot to the you know to the performance um you know the suaveness the elegance the, the you know the the sort of gentleman spy um, aspect to him and that's something that you know never gets old you know ian fleming even you know if you go back to the first film casino royale uh, with sean connery um again the suave gentleman you know in the casino his bow ties you know his, his tuxedo looking suave lighting a cigarette back in the day which was a cool thing to do obviously we it's different now because obviously we know it's not good for your health but um his name was bond james bond now one iconic line to have and to have daniel craig portray that you know must be one of his life streams i think it's fantastic that he you know he's still doing another movie i think he was going to bow out i think like a movie or so uh previously because the physicality of the role was quite a lot for him and he found it quite tough to sort of keep going obviously because he's uh he's not as young as he used to be that was his words um and you know but i think it's going to be a fantastic finale for him to come into this and where do you think we should go next after this what what do you think the next route should you know should we go down i know there's been lots of talk about maybe being um you know a female james bond so to speak or um obviously someone from a different different ethnic background like a black um actor portrayed i think they were talking about idris elba and um, potentially looking at the james bond role and um, be interesting to see which way they go Um i think to be honest with you it, it never gets old you know i've watched them all back to front you know i don't know what your favorite um bond is mine's always been sean connery you know timothy dalton you know did a fantastic job pierce brosnan you know daniel craig in the more recent you know roger moore as suave as he, he could possibly get you know there's some absolutely amazing actors um you know who came into this even just obviously that the the is it a majesty's secret service with john lazenby which was the only role the only film he actually starred in but if you actually watch the film it's absolutely amazing amazing version of that film where he encapsulates obviously being the spy but also the reality of 
being James Bond, the loneliness and the devastation that can hit you like any normal person, it affects him, especially towards the end of the film. It's absolutely powerful ending to the end of the scene. If you haven't seen it, I suggest you watch it. Um, because obviously we've looked at, you know, the, the the Doctor Knows, the Moonrakers, the things that are always on television all the time, but, you know, especially up to the new films. But I think that one, even though it was only a, a one-off for him, I think it told such a fantastic story to make him more humanised, more real to the audience. And it was, to me, it was absolutely fantastic. And I would suggest you go and watch it because it, it's definitely worth a watch. If you haven't watched it, you know, you can obviously catch it up on, you know, there's most of the time, you know, Sky Cinema have like a Bond channel and, you know, they're always out there available on streaming services, you know. But yeah, it's definitely, there's two films that I definitely look forward to seeing. Um, I'd like to hear back from you guys. Let me know what, what films you're looking forward to seeing on the big screen. Because um, it's not quite the same watching it, you know, when it comes out on DVD or Blu-ray or 4K or whatever or streaming services than on the big screens the the atmosphere of it the the journey of it but yeah this covid's unfortunate it's kept us in it's kept us sort of stagnant um i know cinemas are still doing obviously brief showings but it's not quite the same the atmosphere is not the same because you know you're socially distanced but you know we will get it how we can possibly get it at this point because you know our, our safety is the most important thing um so yeah i, I look forward to things opening up New films coming forward and seeing what, obviously, we get to do next. You're listening to the Positively Craig podcast. Stay tuned for part two and more positivity. Thank you for listening. Welcome back, everybody, to the second part of the Possibly Create podcast. Thank you for sticking around and keeping listening. Um, yeah, so I'm just going to get straight down into um, another film that I'm looking forward to, come, you know, obviously, for, to come out. Um, it is scheduled for the 25th of December, uh, which is Wonder Woman 1984. Now, this is the follow-on um, to the Wonder Woman film. Um, this is sort of the, to bridge the gap between when she met up with the um obviously the, the other dc characters in the justice league um this is staged at 1984 obviously hence the title where obviously she comes up against some other issues in her life now if you're anything like me um i've been a huge fan of wonder woman um and the comics and such um since i was a child um i think gal gadot is an amazing actress she portrays it very well um obviously comes across really strong with her with it you know especially with the accent and the acting of the amazonian sort of um prince princess um i think the the cast that very well um obviously there's some people who sort of back and forward about that in regards to whether it should have been you know cast differently but for me i think she makes a fantastic wonder woman um very expressive in her face very sort of positive um for obviously as a female icon you know, there's some absolutely brilliant uh, things that she does bring to the role, um, especially within, you know, the DC universe. Um, before the amalgamation of the obviously the uh, Justice League, um, that that to me is is a fantastic film. I absolutely loved the first film. Um, 
if you haven't seen it, where have you been? <laughs> Basically, because it is an amazing film. Um, it's definitely something you should watch. Full of action. Uh, great backstory. Explains a lot. Um, and it's just, from start to finish, it's absolutely fantastic. You know, it's... Uh, what what would you do if you sort of lived forever sort of thing and and you know seeing things that you know you that come and go through the ages that you know, you have to contend with you know people you love people who are gone um really good story fantastic and i'm looking forward to obviously bridging that gap between um the justice league uh, film with wonder woman 1984 okay another film um, that's due out uh, again scheduled but this is for next year the 12th of february 2021 um it's the king's man now i am a huge fan of the kingsman films um obviously the first one the second one golden circle um absolutely brilliant brilliantly cast you know you, you know there's absolutely amazing cast of actors in that you know a, a plethora of amazing people in there you know you can't beat um, you know, the people who are in it. Absolutely fantastic. The sort of jump and spy aspect, again, very similar to sort of the James Bond, which I think is probably why I sort of liked it, sort of fell in love with it, um, where a bit of comedies mixed in, a little bit of sort of grimy reality as, as well, as obviously from the background of where obviously he does come from. You know, he doesn't come from money, the, you know, the, the guy who, who stars in it. Um, absolutely amazing and, and to, to see that come through I thought the second one was good sort of with the closure um, of the person who sort of something happened to them in the first one but again I'm saying all this because I don't want to spoil it because you haven't seen it you need to make a point of actually getting and watching it because it's absolutely fantastic but appearance of the second film when this person comes back into it but with a different spin on it now I think that was fantastic now who you know for me it's a lovely British film, you know, it's got aspects of obviously the, the American sort of side of things as well, in the second film they branched quite a lot into the American side, um, but being British myself, you know, knowing about the, the, the Savile Row sort of place where the tailor is, you know, it, it's always been synonymous with, you know, the best tailors, the height of fashion and, and you know, if you ever want to get a suit or you want to be decked out and, and you know, for, for something like the races or some, some regalry, you know, that was the place to go. And it is, you know, for me, being British, it's really nice to see a good, strong British film come forward. Um, and, you know, we get to enjoy, you know, especially with the accents, you know, because we are obviously all quintessentially British, even though the accents and dialects change throughout the country. Um, it To me, it was an absolutely fantastic film and I'm looking forward to so much to this third instalment i don't think it'll disappoint i think it'll be absolutely fantastic um i don't know what you guys think but for me i am really looking forward to it is definitely one of the things that you know really have got me excited um for for when that comes out obviously i know the um the quiet place um they are now looking to push that forward to the i think it's the 23rd of april um 2021 um which is a shame but you know let's let's hope now on on another film and I've, i'll obviously this one i'm going to make this one of the last films because it i think this is important to come over from the dc universe uh, especially into uh, now the marvel universe which is black widow 
Now, obviously, Scarlett Johansson plays the Black Widow. We all know from the Avengers films. Um, obviously, she started out in the Iron Man films cameoing, obviously, as one of his uh, one of his staff members, but obviously, she was undercover. Um, and that sort of exploded into the limelight. Because, um, obviously, she always has been a spy undercover. But, wow, what an amazingly powerful character that has been. You know, the, the trials and tribulations, the toughness she went through going up. And this Black Widow fil- film will be sort of really get a grip of the past story the current events that have gone on in her life and how that's shaped and defined her into where she is now in regards to the marvel universe now for me i'm really looking forward to that one huge as you can probably tell marvel and dc fan so to have obviously black widow film come out you know that's definitely one i definitely want to see on the cinema you know it's definitely going to be one of those things that you know I can't miss. I definitely have to see it in the cinema. And uh, obviously, you guys need to do the same. You know, we need to get out there. Hopefully, this COVID and everything won't obviously suffer us too bad. We'll be able to get back out there, start mixing in the future. Maybe when things start dying down, you know, whether it's, you know, God forbid, you know, but let's hope there's a cure and um, that comes out or some sort of inoculation or something that might be able to get us all back on our feet because, you know, we take for granted. Um, when these things get taken away from us, when we don't have cinemas, when we don't have that part of our lives there, you know, you, you realise how much you enjoy going out to the cinema, having that, you know, getting the popcorn, the hot dogs, the whole experience, you know, the, the huge drinks. Um, and if you, you know, especially now, which is even better, is a lot of the cinemas now have upgraded to sort of like recliner lazy boy chairs which are absolutely amazing that you've got so much more leg room so much you know much more comfort you know chill drinks holders it's absolutely brilliant um i think it's at the odeon called the odeon lux now i think it is um which is a brilliant concept you know everyone loves watching films when they're sat comfy on the couch or reclined and you know in, in a nice chair so they've brought that aspect to the cinema now and i think paying that little bit extra to have that comfort for me it's priceless I, you know i think it was about one or two pound more but for me i think it's a brilliant addition to the cinema i think they lost a couple of seats and that's where they you know where they had to obviously change the seats and move it around a bit but for me i cannot you know speak highly enough of it i think it's absolutely fantastic so i love that aspect and i'm looking forward to getting back out there and my big bucket of popcorn on my knee a big massive huge drink um oversized drink to slurp all the way through the film and then hope I don't need a wee before the film finishes. Uh, and also, the iconic hot dog that you get in a cinema with the onions. You know, I to me, that's one of the things I've really missed since this pandemic and this, you know, since these restrictions. I myself obviously live in the Liverpool area of England. Obviously, we have got listeners who are overseas in America, Australia. Um, you know, I'm starting to reach some far corners of the earth now, which is absolutely fantastic. And thank you very much for giving me your time and tuning into my podcast. I absolutely love this. Um, so yeah, where I live, we are on the highest tier of lockdown currently within the UK. We are on tier three, which is not allowed to go out and, and visit people outside your social bubble. You know, even within your social bubble, unless it's for like sort of childcare or if you you know you see your kids within an estranged you know relationship and um, that's allowed but literally they're, they're locking everything down we're not fully closed yet that 
potentially could be the next thing on the cards but let's hope it doesn't get to that so yeah uh, i'm going to wrap up on this podcast now um obviously it wasn't about covid this was more about getting us back out to the cinema enjoying that time in the cinema and you know having that fun that you know that we've all loved all the time we've we've ever had it and embracing the the, the fun the enjoyment and the things that we miss so much from not being able to go to the cinema so thank you very much for listening it's been a pleasure doing this podcast for you and hopefully i won't take too long with my next podcast because i was a bit late with this one so thank you for your patience keep tuning in and as always i've been positively craig i'll speak to you in the next podcast bye bye